Hello everyone and welcome to the Sticks and Stokes Cricket Podcast. Join us as we shamelessly bait established cricketing legends and the rest of the media establishment on our journey to become the most influential voice of the cricketing world. Lee, and both his shots, he looked like a competition winner. He looked like a competition winner. Like, <laughs> it was a joke. Like, it looked like they'd gone, literally gone round, picked up some random guy up the street and picked him up to bat. This week we will meticulously dissect everything that's wrong with English cricket. And sadly, there's been quite a bit over the last couple of weeks for us to get ourselves stuck into. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome, lads. Not the greatest week for England's Test cricket there. Before we get into the the nuts and bolts and the nitty gritty and the dissection of the, of that crabby, what was the verdict on the commentary box? Well, it was hard to really um, listen to too much because it was over so quickly. But Swan was good. I like the sound of him. Um, and you chap said the Indians weren't particularly good this week. I don't know. Was it uh, Gavaska you were slagging off earlier, Fuchs? Uh, Swan, Swan, I agree. Swan was really good. He was um, trying to provide some uh, levity to the pretty grave situation of, of England's batting performance. But, yeah, it was Gavaska that was really winding me up when uh, I think England were 50 for three or something like this or, or, or then 60 for five. And he kept saying how the pitch wasn't a 145 all out and 110 all out sort of a pitch, but actually it was much better than that. And it was all about the batsman's technique and defense. And I don't know, it was exactly a 145 yeah, all out pitch. pitch. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what they got bowled out for. That, that was the game. So I think that was just Indians trying to cover their backs. I think about um, a pretty disgraceful pitch. 28, 28 yeah. out of 30 wickets for spinners suggests that there's a, a slightly um, lopsided pitch been prepared there. So it might be perhaps expected, um, Johnny, that uh, wickets go to spinners in India. Shocking. <laughs> Who'd have thought it? Someone might need to tell the England selectors that. We read way too much into this day-night test nonsense. We're still playing in India. I don't understand. It's not going to change that much, is it? And look at what happened in the previous game. Yeah. Do they, uh, do, well, I've got, you've got a question, though. Do they even look at the pitch... Before they select their teams, because no, the previous two, two weeks games, before, well, yes, yes. but the last two games, India have turned up with three spinners in both, England only two in, in well, sorry, two in the in the second test and only one frontline spinner. I know Joe Root's a great a great you know did it brilliantly, but let, you know the guy averages in the forty high forties with the ball, you know he's 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 not there to bowl. As so great we'll a part-timer as he is. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get on to the players and dissect that in a second. But the pitch itself, I guess before the game, it is quite hard to read a pitch, isn't it? Don't you think? Like actually looking at it, because there was no history at the test at that ground since 2012. Um, you don't know the team that India are going to pick in that match. You know, you think Boomer's going to come back. If, if the ball had swung for Boomer and Sharma under the lights, we might be sat here going, oh, they should have picked, you know, Anderson and Broad. How... Dangerous would that have been? So, but they could have still picked Anderson and Broad and picked another spinner. It shows how much confidence they've got in Bess, though. If they they're begging Ali to stay because they just desperately don't want to bowl Bess, and they'd rather go in with Roos as your your second option. But a beggar's belief. If if they if they got so little confidence in Bess, why? Uh, and and they, Ali was always going home after the second test. He they asked him if he wants to change his mind. And he said, no, I want to go home and see my kids, whatever, fine. They, were, they never had any plans to bring an, another spinner at that point, which I just find extraordinary, bearing in mind where we are. 
And uh, the fact that they then don't want to pick Bass because, well, rightly or wrongly, they don't feel that he's um, that he's up to it. It just, you know, it's just a complete, absolute fuck show for the situation. I mean, I just, there's no words really for how poorly managed that selection has been. But that didn't cost us the game. The bowlers didn't cost us the game. It was our crap batsman not being able to play a spinning ball. Like sure, I don't but... get, I don't get Pope at all at the moment. Everyone says well, how amazing he is. Pope was bad, but he was probably our, our third or fourth best batsman, and that shows just how bad the rest of them were. <laughs> you know, like, Pope, yeah. Pope like, looked like the sort of guy who had you've just plucked from a crowd and given England pads and a cap. He looks like a specialist short leg in the England team at the moment. Yeah, he does. He does. We've um, only got one player who averages over 40 in the whole team, and that and says I'm, it all. And I, I don't know if he is. I mean, I, is he the fourth best batsman there? <laughs> He scored what, 11 and 12. He, every ball he looked like he was going to get he out. No, he was no worse than uh, than Bairstow, for example, who was, he was terrible. And, and Archer at eight. Oh, I'm sure we'll get on to Archer, but oh, that has got to be the worst England number eight batsman I've ever seen. So, so we were going to do the good, the bad, and the ugly. Maybe we'll just, just do the ugly. There's um, a lot of it. Should we start with the, uh, the Ginger Ninja at number three, the batting hat trick of oh. Johnny Bairstow? <clears throat> who wants to take that? To be to be right. out three times in three balls, albeit one of them was a reprieve, was really quite three. impressive. And that looked like an absolutely shocking referral, the one that the one that he got away with. I thought that, that was, was first, never going on first over. Class, I thought, that's, that's, how has he referred? He's wasted thrown <laughs> away another referral. And then <laughs> somehow it was going over. I mean, you know, we we didn't think the England boys were complaining about not getting the rub of the green when it came to 50-50 calls, but I mean, bloody hell, they got Bairstow got away with one there. Mm. We got away with a couple, actually. We'll, we'll come on to that. Come on to that. But I just want to think about like the story of Johnny Bairstow, sort of flying back, dealing with the quarantines, coming in. His contribution was the only ball that he survived. It was that review. He was giving out LBW. <laughs> Two days in the field and all that sunburn. <laughs> yeah, about, about, yeah. It's um. I mean, it's tough on him, isn't it? It, it was kind of tough conditions to come in, but. The fact that everyone's calling you such a great player of spin, oh yeah, it doesn't look great, does it? There's a big gap between bat and pad, wasn't there? For when he was oh, clean bars, yeah. it was a horrible shot. He fit about three or four balls through there. <laughs> and then he does the classic English thing of just staring at the pitch afterwards for like three or four seconds. Like, it was just a crap shot. So that was that was best day, one of our ginger 11. Pope, we sort of just talked about him. Briefly, 15 tests now, averaging about 30. Um, I think even Michael Vaughan was starting to call for him, call for him to step up and actually produce something. I think the problem is that there's not really anyone else, anyone else who could come in either on this tour or or with a county record. James Vince, <laughs> Sa- Vince. Sam Northeast. You can talk about James. Let's um, have the James Vince update. Uh, I've heard he's back home. Uh, not doing anything right now. No, no, no. He got big runs in. He got big runs in Pakistan, mate. In his first game really? of the Pakistan Super League, he he, uh, he hit. <laughs> do, it, do you want to re-record no, this I, pitch? Yeah. Yeah. Google. <laughs> I'd be I'd be got, watching those games if I knew he was there. Yeah, he got Great some runs. Research, so I, don't know, I don't know who he plays for. The Quetta Gladiators or the Lahore Lions or whoever it is. But um, he he got he got a 70, 80, something like that in his, in his first serious, game. It's in serious form. He yeah, should play. He should. He should be in the England uh, 2020 squad. I don't know why he's not there. He's not in the IPL, right? He did put he, himself forward, like, a bit like Mark Wood, except that he would have got picked. 
Mark Wood would never have ever got a contract in the IPL. We'll come on to that because actually selection, I think, could actually also go into the ugly. And the suggestion is, and the suggestion on TalkSport, we love the TalkSport Cricket Podcast, actually. Big up Mark Nicholas, uh, Darren Goff and and the lads. Um, The suggestion is that Owen Morgan is, is still kind of pulling rank over Joe Root in that we've got a full strength T20 side going out for what are pretty much a few meaningless T20 games in India. It's still six months ahead of the World Cup, you know, which is play, being played in India. But they're going to play the ten <laughs> weeks of the IPL. They're going to play not all of a them, bunch not all of, of them, and not as a team. A bunch, but not with Owen Morgan to, as their captain. You don't need to play the T20 as a team. They want to play under Owen Morgan. That's what I mean by as a team. It's not. It's not as if they need to bat together. Sure, but. Um, Owen Morgan getting a good look at that at his team in Indian conditions ahead of an Indian World Cup. Do you, makes uh, sense so, to so me. Do you, like, do we not know whether Joss Butler is a good T20 player in Indian conditions? Of course. Well, no, that's not really the point. It's uh, it's it's more a case of how that team functions as a unit together. That's kind of management speak there, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that did sound a bit management consultant <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> But just you've got to remember, Josh Butler's also a leader in that team, along with uh, along with Owen Morgan. So it's not just that the likes, you know, if you take the more junior members of that team, your Joffrey Archers and your um, Livingstons and whoever, mm. um, you, you know, squad players too. It's not just that they, they don't just need to impress Owen Morgan; they also need to impress the likes of Josh Butler and Ben Stokes and so on. Plus, you can't really substitute being in an environment where you're playing against if the best, it was certainly your biggest competitor for the title or one of them when in a T20 World Cup playing in, in India, playing against those guys mm. in the conditions you're going to play in the World Cup. I think it's a no-brainer, of course you play. Who, like they won the 50 ball stuff, uh, 50 over stuff. Yeah, who cares? Like literally cancel that element of the tour. No one's interested in this country. I know in India they'll feel differently because they love it. But um, well, the 2020 stuff is massive. I think I, think I, would, I would just question whether... It's as big as we as we think, and also the logic between, at the moment, the test side. There's all the talk about building up a big squad and being able to to chop and change and having lots of players who can fill in. Would it not make more sense to apply the same logic to the T20 side? And you've got players like James Vince who can't get a game, Sam Hain, who's got an incredible record, who could come into that T20 side and give India a pretty good game, even in their own conditions. And those guys aren't going to be playing in the IPL. So would it not make more sense to get those guys experience of the conditions and have the likes of Moeen Ali and Joss Butler in the test side? Because we need clearly need our best side to actually compete in the, in the test arena. You get the impression that they've sort of just written off their chances of uh, qualifying for the test championship, mm. which it's, a, it's an uphill struggle. Go, you need to go win by two. Well, they, need to win, they need to win 3-1, didn't they? They had to win that game. 3-1 or 3-0, so mm. that's now gone. Yeah, uh, halfway through that game, after the first innings, we had a great chance. We were only 30 behind. Yeah, we'd batted poorly, but you know we'd bowled ourselves back into the game. And the way we went about batting that second innings at the start was appalling. You know, Zach Corley goes back to the first one, gets bowled off stump. You know, Berso comes out, and we've already discussed that. It's absolutely joke of an innings. You know, he's out, he's out twice in two balls, basically. 
you know, and then, yeah, we got, we had, a, you know, a bit of help from Root there, and Root and Stokes, a bit counter-attacking, but apart from that, there was actually nothing in our batting lineup that did anything in that mm. second innings, and we just folded, you know, one or two wickets, and we just completely folded. It was like and the England of old. You know? And what do you put that down to? Well, I think poor technique playing spin, mm-hmm. we've got to, you know, we've got to get forward. You know, if you get forward, you can negate the spin, get to the pitch of the ball, negate the spin. And we watched the Indians constantly trying to get as much forward as much as possible. And on top of that, you know, with that type of pitch, you've got to be a bit more aggressive. You know, the, a ball is going to get you out. You know, you're not going to last too long. And, you know, I think the best performance in that second innings was Stokes. And he came out swinging and he came down the track quickly. That guy, a uh, short extra cover or, you know, under the mm. helmet, they quickly moved them out, out of the way and, mm. and you know, move men back to the boundary, try and get catches. And I think that's where you've got to play it, right? Is you move, you know, you move a man, you go aggressive, you move, push the field mm. back, then you can start coming forward a lot more defensively. You take away the back, the back pad because there's no close catches, yeah. and that's how you play, right? And that's what the Indians did, right? They look at look at their second innings. I know they're only chasing fifty, whatever it was, forty nine, but they came out swinging. They they hit a few boundaries, and it was all over in seven overs. Mm. Well, what Watty, I think you, you called this out on our, on our WhatsApp as well. Actually, we we let them bowl at us. Yeah, basically, sure. especially in the first innings as well, when perhaps it wasn't quite doing as much. So every uh, ball. I think we our chance in that game was winning the toss. You, you, if we put 200, 225 on in the first innings, I think we're we're in the we're in the driving seat. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty there, but it, we just by capitulating to one hundred and twelve or whatever it was, you just mm. you just put yourself sort of in a terrible position before you've even started bowling. Mm. You reckon yeah. we would have had a better chance, or do you think we would have? No, I wouldn't say we would have won if we'd played 10 batsmen and uh, Jack Leach at number 11. <laughs> That's all we needed. Well, we wouldn't have made our bowling any weaker. Exactly. No, Dom, Sibley. Uh, Dom Sibley, he's got quite a uh, he's got quite an interesting um, leg spin um, <laughs> action, hasn't he? He bowled in the summer for some reason. I'd tell you he'd have been quite useful. Jay Dom Bessis- Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jay. <Back> to the future. <laughs> Back to the future. Absolutely. Well, actually, you were talking of leg spinners. What about, or oh, sorry, spinners. What about um, Liam Dawson? Liam Dawson from a Hampshire boy. Yeah. Helps our very long tail. He's actually the, the sort of spinner who would be perfect. He's also someone we're definitely targeting to get on the pod. So shout out to Liam Dawson. Well done, Johnny. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't listen. He's, he's still re- rejecting my friend requests on Facebook. We, we, we <laughs> opened the batting together under 15s for Hampshire. Come on, Liam, get on here. Um, <laughs> um, we, uh, he's also the sort of bowler. He just fires it in, doesn't he? He's a bit of an Axar Patel one day kind of bowler, really effective. But if you get them on a really a ragging pitch, so, um, yeah. that sort of bowling is pretty much impossible to play because you can't sweep. You can't. It's harder to get forward. I know you say get forward, Chase. So it's probably a bit harder to to do in reality. I'd say who would have been a real handful on that pitch, Michael Yardy. Michael Yardy, <laughs> barring yeah. in those These darts. Are yeah. <laughs> Sam, it he'd do a job. No, he wouldn't. Yeah, well, I think Samit Patel, Samit Patel would be a good player there. That, that's the thing. If you, we, don't, we clearly don't trust our spin bowlers. So, I mean, surely we've got to pick more than one spinner. So, the second, third spinners that we pick, pick players who can bat, a Samit Patel or a, mm. you know, or a Liam Dawson, who are going to average 30, 25, 30, rather than five or 10. You know? So, who would, we, who would we pick if it was an England... 11 now going back onto that pitch. 10 batsmen and Leach or? From the squad they've got there, Leach mm. and Best and then a load of batsmen. Yeah. Oh yeah, we wouldn't play Best though. We even picked Joffre as a batsman ahead of Best though, I think. Probably just pick 10. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm actually trying to find Crick Info's uh, contact email address because they've got Joffre down as um, they've said Joffre Archer has rapidly become one of the most exciting young all-rounders in English cricket. <laughs> Their first line on, under they his profile. Yeah, so this guy clearly needs to be sacked. I wrote that. Um, <laughs> like going back to going back to the ugly, putting some structure on it. So we've had Bairstow, selection, the pitch. Pope needs to man up. And now we've got um, Joffre Archer. Chaser, over to you. Joffre, um, what, what can I say? <laughs> I, I know he was the only seamer to take a wicket, which we'll give him some credit for, even if it was just one wicket. But um, the batting, you know, I'm not, like I said earlier, I'm not sure there's ever been a worse batsman batting for England at number eight than Joffre Archer. His shot for the first first wicket in the first innings, I, I, have, I have no idea what he's playing. Is it a lead? Is it a late cut? I, I looked like he was in Harry Potter or something, just waving his waving his bat outside the off stump. It was terrible. He was so late um, on that. It was unbelievable. It was so village as he well. Was, like. He then, was one of the only three players to score double figures in our first innings, you know? Yeah, what? Well, like Hilliard said in the preview show, like you edged it to through third man from yeah. boundary. Like it was a joke. I thought he overperformed personally. He had one of his best <laughs> ever bats of his career. It was a fine innings by his uh, usual standards. And then the second innings, right? He, he, I think it got done by the but It was practically a full toss, right? That he got L- out LBW to. <laughs> shouldn't have done that ball. Yeah, it was terrible. Honestly. It wasn't a sweep and it wasn't a slog. I'm not sure what that shot <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah. It was just whack it across the line <laughs> yeah. with a straight bat. I don't know. It doesn't come off too often that. I, I'd you know, it's like on like watching you know, you're on Twitter or whatever, you get these kind of village clips of you know mm. terrible batsmen in village cricket. It was a bit like watching one of those. Mm. Well, I'm looking forward for his average to get below Tufnell's and Mullally's. So we've, I think by the end of the series, if he gets a couple more ducks, then it's, it's going to be... It's going to be in the low sixes, so we haven't got too far to go. At least Tuffnell batting 11. This guy's batting 8. You get a feeling in the summer, England are going to prepare a few pitches that, um, <laughs> that are not that bat-friendly and quite seam-friendly as well. So that's not going to help his average either, I suspect. I wonder if they actually will do this, though. Um, it, given the sort of five-day ticket sales, True. the COVID summer that we've just had, There'll be roads, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there'll be quite flat pitches, probably. Hopefully, in what the... they'll get is a is a batch of balls that was like that one from the previous summer that they ordered a, <laughs> a special a special selection from, so they swing until the 60th over or, with a special or whacker it on it. <laughs> yes. Um, maybe we could talk about that, the lacquer, because that's actually in Joe Root's press conference what he blamed partly on a lot of batsmen missing straight balls was that they were actually getting done for pace by. Uh, Aksar Patel and Ashwin and, and Jay Root himself um, I suppose and actually it wasn't them playing down the wrong line it was that they were just late on the ball any comments on I, that? What's no, that I got don't... to do with the lacquer? Yeah exactly the ball. Supposedly I... the, the plastic coating on the ball made the ball skip off the pitch so it moved Rubbish. It, it accelerated almost off the pitch that's what Jay Root was claiming so I, I, I don't understand why Root didn't just say the pitch wasn't a good pitch. It's almost like everyone's scared of saying anything bad about know. India. Yeah. They all want to get their IPL contracts. I know Root's never going to play in the IPL probably, but they'd never want to upset the Indians. And it's not just England. Australia are the same now. They're suddenly best mates with all the Indians except for Tim Payne. Um, but no, I thought it was really weird that Root would say that because he, he obviously, he clearly didn't like the pitch. And you could tell England in the dressing room are talking about it. But... When he's pushed in front of the media, it was a bizarre excuse to say the lacquer on the ball. 
I think I think you say that he's it. just got himself a fifer. He doesn't want to put that all on the pitch, does he? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Perfectly good pitch, perfectly good pitch. Yeah. Just, just some really good bowling from both teams. Hey, I thought I thought Jay Root's actually been brilliant in, in this press conferences, to be fair. Having been, having had the highs and lows that he's had already on, on tour to have handled a lot of the, the, the questions that have sort of come his way. And and yeah, I think the I think what he's trying to do is avoid the attention just being on the pitch. You know, he's been at pains to point out that we've been outplayed regardless of the pitch that we're playing on. And, and hey, if, if, if England's best batsman is saying, you know, if he's getting five, five for eight, there is a reason for it. And, and some balls were going straight on and, and skipping on and some balls were turning miles. And maybe that is down to the fact that some hit the seam and some hit the smooth bit of the ball and just went on too quickly. Like, I don't know. I've never played with a pink ball really. So I, 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 I can't say, say he's wrong about that. I think to add to that, in terms of not blaming the pitch, England have lost by 300-odd runs in the second test and 10 by 10 wickets in the third. It, it's not by a small margin that they've come second. They've been quite comfortably worse and they won the toss in this last test. Another point on the pitch, I'm not going to try too hard to defend it, but England was 74 for two in the first innings. India was seven, 98 for two in their first innings and then 49 for none in their, in their second innings. So, yes, the pitch obviously was massively um, helpful for spinners and, and made it a huge challenge for batsmen. But in three of the four innings that the two teams had, the, the teams got off to an OK start that mm. certainly suggests that it's not, as Mr. Gavis, certainly supports Mr. Gavis's argument that it's not a 1-4-5-1-1-2 pitch. That might be because Crawley just hit 50 off the seamers before India worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> Stop yeah. bowling seamers. He looked great, he looked great think... in that uh, first hour. Some of the shots oh, were incredible. It's like one free mid wicket or mid on or whatever it was. It was unbelievable. It was just like mm. a little forward defensive and it pinged, pinged for mm. four. Yeah, Beautiful. true. And England, England gave India, you know, 50 runs against seam as well in their first innings too. But... Mm. We so, never yeah. learn anything, do we? We just we have to bowl Anderson and Broad until they say they're a bit tired. A hundred percent. I think player power in in that regard is perhaps a, a topic for future discussion. But but surely that comes from Joe Root, though, right? He's he's not the strongest character in the dressing room, mm. and he's a bit weak. Ever since David Warner gave him a black eye a few years ago, I think he's always been a bit <laughs> uh, a bit a bit weak and a bit a bit you know bit limp so uh you know he needs to man up a bit and maybe maybe throw a few punches himself and then uh who do you think stood up for jay reed against david warner stokes bear stay maybe that's why he keeps getting picked yeah didn't it start from that didn't bear stay pour a drink back in the day isn't that the whole thing uh, I think it was balance yeah i think it's balance he did a better job at three i'd have gary balance i was calling yeah yeah i would as well definitely first class record Fantastic first class record. Keaton Jennings is a good player of spin. He did really oh. well last He should have been on tour. He should have been on tour. I hate that sure. guy more no than anyone else. But if you're Awful talking about people player. to bring in, you know, I mean, yeah. he can't do any worse than best. So. Let's go on to predictions. Um, I'll go first because uh, I got one right this week, which was England would score under 200 uh, in each innings. They actually scored under 200 in, in both innings combined. Um, so probably not, not the most tricky prediction to... To come up with, um, what else do we have? Chaser, you called Joffre to get two wickets that, that came in, and I said it would be a close match, which which it didn't. didn't. <laughs> not quite, not quite. There were moments of closeness and moments of excitement that um, fizzled out a bit quickly. Crabby, 
Uh, we we oh, kind of gated, yeah. gated you for your prediction, which was a bit middle of the road, wasn't it? But my, my prediction wasn't middle of the road. I said Jack Leach would take exactly four wickets, and he took exactly four wickets. And I said we'd get spanked, and we did get spanked. Um, but it's not because I think Jack Leach is a bad bowler that I thought he'd get four wickets. I just didn't see. Um, I, I just saw that we'd. Yeah, I thought we'd lose by ten wickets if we did lose the toss. You feel saw us, us winning the toss and losing by ten wickets as well. Did you know, Gravy? Yeah, absolutely. Of course I did. I think um, England, it's just men, men against boys. Someone said it in the WhatsApp group earlier. Um, and um, I blame T20 for a lot of it because we don't seem to be able to defend anymore like we used to. Everyone seems to be trying to flick a ball away. Or Besto is not a test player. He is a one-day player and he shouldn't play test cricket again. If you only He's play a- county championship in April and May, you're not exactly going to produce test match um Mm. That's when they can play against spin or test match spinners. Yeah, so we should get rid of the get rid of the hundred and play county cricket in August then. The yeah, hang on, can, can, we, can we just is... call call call, up, call you up on the hundred though, Hilliard? Because because you did say Hampshire sacked off David Warner and then they promptly signed him again for exactly the same amount of money. <laughs> they did, yeah. <laughs> That's true. They did sack him off, uh, and it's uh, it's the Southern Brave for the record, um, and then yeah, signed him again. Hampshire. It's it, which seems an odd decision to me, but. He went back into the draft um, and then got signed again. Mm. So. You're right. We will talk about this a bit more. But I think the point you're making, Johnny, uh, and it's a valid one, is... Play, we're, play we're forward cricket test, throughout the summer. Yeah, for sure. Um, Scrap the 100. I agree. I agree with Hilliard there. Scrap the 100 and play four-day cricket throughout the summer. Predictions. <laughs> that's what we were doing. Uh, Watty, you didn't predict who, who would win the toss, did you? You predicted it would be closer. Uh yeah, didn't do a toss prediction this week. I went for uh, <laughs> uh, Ashwin to dismiss Stokes, Stokes twice, twice again, uh, and I was only fifty. Half right. I mean, is that one of only two bowlers to bowl until they gave Sundar an over at the end? <laughs> yeah. taken, wasn't it? He did the business though, didn't he? <laughs> he, he got him out twice. He nicked it and, and <laughs> yeah. Pan didn't appeal once, which yeah. is unbelievable. Unbelievable that the Indians aren't appealing. Yeah, beat the bat, didn't appeal. Wow, shocking. He was uh, very vocal, Pants, wasn't he? He was screaming the whole time. Did anyone see that? I think he, he was he was responsible for about a day of the UK's lost productivity uh, this year. So if there's a dip in the stats that um, we can probably attribute it to that. It was a real shame that it just didn't go for five days because I, there was a number of people I know that were three. that were really looking forward to watching it over the weekend. Yeah. So um, Channel 4 desperately scrambling for some come dine with me and Fraser reruns, <laughs> I think, after <laughs> the next three days of of commentary uh johnny what did you predict uh i had that it would spin more than we what we would hope it would which i have believe got, was correct have we got an objective and, measurement for that <laughs> and the, well <laughs> shortest test since world war ii i think it's probably a good start um and that we would lose badly which uh well done. again i think was probably right i mean neither were particularly uh, inspiring interesting predictions pretty, pretty fucking obvious yeah we're gonna move on we're, we're gonna try and do some better ones th- this time um before we do that, Watty, should we do a Twitter update? Um, I want to know what's what's been going on in the Twitter sphere uh, this week. Uh, well, in terms of how uh, how we're getting on as a Twitter account, uh, I think we are up to well, we've broken uh, into double figures now, fourteen followers. So that, that's been that's been good. Instagram, I think, is going a little bit stronger, up to twenty four followers. Slow and steady accumulation. Wow. Yeah, and I think I mentioned on uh, on the last pod that uh, we'd actually received an email uh, on our 
sticks and stokes cricket podcast uh, at gmail.com um and it was from youtube and it was actually youtube uh, suggesting that we should remove one of our uh one of our videos uh for violating their sex and nudity policy uh, what are you which, posting uh, <laughs> well, it's, not, it's, not, it's youtube not porn hub <laughs> mate Chaser, don't, yeah, it, it was you actually. Chaser calls oh, God. to be dropped. Oh, I said I yeah. that video to the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, they, it's still up there. So, uh, do get onto YouTube and have a look um, for a bit of sex and nudity. Um, but yeah, they suggested we remove it. Uh, they, they suggested they it. said it violated their team reviewed it. It violated their sex and nudity policy, but it's still up there. But it's still so. there. There we go. Quick, get it while you can. Um, exactly. Yeah, it's an excellent picture of Joffre Archer. Um, there was also some other Twitter news this week, wasn't there? Um, Rory Burns, our favourite pirate, didn't um, take too kindly, I think, to a um, to a tweet. This one wasn't ours, sadly. You got Anyone very angry about a uh, about the England women's cricket player making some sarcastic joke that England lost the game so they could watch England women play that evening. Yeah, what, what do we think about this without um, me having to edit lots of bits out? His big issue is that. Uh... She'd referred referred to the, the English men's boys. team as boys, and uh, whilst ref- the boys losing in time for the, to watch the women play, and mm. uh, I think he was a little bit perturbed by the fact that the men's team give a huge amount of support to the women's game, mm. and are constantly uh, you know trumpeting it, and so on and so forth. And then uh, she jumped on the bandwagon, taking the piss of it, which uh, Stokes mm-hmm. Anderson likes this tweet, didn't they? And Ben Duckett also went in yeah. and, and said, <laughs> and said something. He came in on top. I don't know what Ben Duckett's <laughs> got to do with it, got yeah. to do with this, but active Twitterer in lockdown, yeah. I guess. Cricketer, you know, not got much else to do. Um, I guess Alex Blackburn retweeted it. Yeah. <laughs> you will get your chance to say it's just a joke, Chase. The prison WhatsApp. Uh, <laughs> um, if if it if it had been. Um, the other way around, and sort of the men say the girl nice that the girls had finished uh, in time for the men to play. I wouldn't have gone down too well. Um, Do they pay five days? It would be national news if that had been the case. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, I'm probably taking it a bit too seriously, aren't they? It's yeah, just massively. a joke. Come on, like you know, if they spent you know more time in the nets practicing facing spinners than, than on Twitter, I think we might have performed a bit better. Like you know, if you're playing well and get slated, fair enough, right? If you're playing terribly and you've just got just on the end of the quickest test match almost of all time mm. then you know don't go on social media you know trying to find battles that you can fight you know shut mm. up get your head down and work on your game and what the hell were they doing in swinging and seeming nets they need to get some pitches that are more like the, yeah. more like the all-weather nets <laughs> playing on astro to wickets madness madness right so should we look forward i mean we've got one more game to go are we of the mindset that you know let's just try and get this whole test series over with now we kind of had our fun in the first game and um maybe maybe that that was it that was as good as it's going to get or you know two one who knows if we if we win the toss and fight and jb scores a double ton we could we could still draw the series we're going to get destroyed again. There's no, nothing like nothing else is going to happen, is it? Let's be honest. You know, if we keep it, keep it under kind of seven, eight wickets, win for India. I think that would be a, a that would be a win. That's the yeah. betting lines. Let's get to the fourth day. Wickets. Yeah, yeah get to the fourth day. That'd be good. It would be nice for Channel Four at least if if they could play some cricket at the weekend. Um, that would be good. Maybe <laughs> that we just need to let India bat first and, and score a lot of runs to do that. At this stage, just to be respectable, I think you'd probably take now 
I mean, as you say, chance chance making suits. Did we win the last table series? I think we did. So uh, whatever trophy we play for, we play the India. Border. I guess there's a chance to retain it. <laughs> what is the trophy called? Probably both of Gavaskar trophy. I don't know. Who cares? So it might be the both of Gavaskar trophy. <laughs> We're not going to win it, are we? Didn't they rename it? Uh, I want to say it's then to Kapil Dev. Ah, uh, that might ring a bell. It's the Pataudi trophy. And there was a thing on the BBC website about this Pataudi chap. He's, he's someone who represented both England and India at Test Match Cricket. I think he was, he was an Indian chap that played for, came over and went to Oxford or Cambridge. And before India were a Test Match nation, played for England. And then uh, when India got there, it, it, you know, when they became Test Match nation, he, he played for them. Mm. What's it called? The Pataudi. Pataudi Trophy. I, I'm, I'm very sorry to all Easy of you that aren't listening out there. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not the trophy. It's the Anthony DeMello Trophy. Hang on. What trophy are we paying for? What's what oh, we're talking on. about? Is it the World the Cup? The England, England-India <laughs> game is Anthony DeMello Trophy. That's what England-India played for in Test Cricket. God, Hilliard, yeah, you were wrong and boring. That's shocking. <laughs> the series winners win the Pataudi Trophy, according to the Pataudi Trophy page on wikipedia sorry just just to clarify just to clarify sorry we're playing for two trophies anti Demello is a trophy that uh that you win if you win the england india test series in india and the pataudi trophy is what you win if you win the england india test series in any location oh. so there we go ah. two trophies there we are two trophies even more reason but- we should have put our best side out but um <laughs> who was anti Demello? Oh, he was a priest. I found it. He was a priest and a writer and a spiritual teacher. Sounds like a bit of a nonce. There you go. No, you, don't need to, you don't need to Google that yourselves. We do it for you. Sorry, no, I lie. The Pataudi Trophy is just for England. So we're not playing for the Pataudi Trophy. We're playing for the Anthony DeMello Trophy. So we were. I was right originally. No, no Pataudi Trophy. Glad that's cleared that up. We still hold the Pataudi Trophy. Thank God. So, look at. Do we think it'll be the same sort of pitch? Do we think it'll spin again, or do we think that the in the Indian board might might um, might allow some sort of water to go on the pitch this time between oh, it'd now be a road. and it'd be a road. Week. They just need to not lose this test, and they're into the World Test uh, Championship. So, just yeah. five hundred and fifty, they they bat first, and uh, we'll just get skittled, obviously. Beat us by an innings. Yeah. Are the BCCI going to get a? Um, are the ICC going to go really hard on them? Do we think? Well, they can't uh, even if they no. dock. They, they can't dock World <laughs> Test Championship points. So there's not really anything they can do. The only thing that they can lose points for is a slow over rate, but not likely if you open with both spinners. So, and again, um, I guess the slow rate is what is what's going to cost Australia their place, isn't it? Yeah, that's ultimately what why New Zealand have finished ahead of them. Which makes even more of a fucking mockery over the whole thing, Frank. Well, I think not that I don't mind seeing the Aussies being mugged off, but we saw a few of the BCCI lads, didn't we, on um, on camera? They showed them so that one of them had a massive ro- new Rolex on. I think he was he was the third umpire the game before. <laughs> he was he wasn't wearing that watch when we saw him in the uh, in the first test. <laughs> um, so looking ahead, what would we change or do differently as England? Is there we need to get Graham Swan. Maybe do you think Swan's got his um, his whites out there? Because yeah, and his pads. Because we could do with Swan. We've well, given drop up. Bearstow, we? Drop Bearstow. Get Lawrence in. So Bearstow's coming in into play. Drop Archer because he can't bat and he can't bowl. So bring back on Bess. For he can't field either. Don't forget he that. He's, he's terrible yeah. in the field. He can't do anything for us. 
So no Archer, no Bairstow. <laughs> we're running out of players that we're going to um, Bairstow will actually 100%. Hey, Burns, Burns is coming back. You've got to get Burns in because he can't go into it anymore. So Burns, Burns in into open, Crawley at three. We drop Pope, we bring in Lawrence, and then we drop Archery being Bess. And there we go, that's our team. It's kind of the first team of the first test, isn't it? I don't know. Um, I'd get I'd get Mark Butcher in for um, <laughs> Sibley. Nick Knight definitely needs a game. He's got, to, he's got to prove himself. And Nick Knight can, you know, we'll give him a few overs as well, clearly. And uh, Graham Swan. I don't think there's anyone else out there that was there. Thorpe. Graham, Graham Thorpe. That would be quality, yeah. Wow, uh, middle, we actually, yeah. Mid, uh, uh, that, there's no doubt Swan should come back into the side, but um, a middle order of, yeah, Thorpe, Rambakash, um, and Butcher. Actually, suddenly, you, you can't do worse, really, you know, than... Rambakash um, would be great, actually, because he would... Coley and Pant would soon shut up with Rambakash out there batting. He was useless, wasn't he, Rambakash? Useless. We coach. were even worse at batting when Rambakash yeah, was yeah, okay. We but that, you would expect that from a guy who couldn't actually bat in Test cricket. So, yeah. Um, terrible coach, amazing. terrible bloke. Yeah. Good dancer, though. It's, but that, <laughs> side, that side produced some serious dancers, actually, didn't it? Born toughers. Goffy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, just waiting for Robert Croft to do his stints on Strictly Come Dancing. That'd be very entertaining. He's too famous. He won't get on there. Robert Robert Croft and Mark Elam <laughs> as a pair, perhaps. <laughs> Mark Elam, what a player. I would pay to watch that. <laughs> it's on uh, BBC. You just need to pay yeah. a license fee. I don't have a license fee, exactly. Yeah. I refuse to pay. Defund the BBC. Can we do a hashtag tonight? We'll see, maybe. That's yeah. what's going on on Twitter tonight. So before we do, what will actually go out on Twitter is some of our predictions for the next test so we can see whether we um, terribly fail or actually remarkably pull a rabbit out of the hat again. Let's push ourselves to try and be a little bit uh, different. So, Wattie, what are you doing this time? I'm going to go for India to take more than two wickets in the match with Seam Bolton. Uh, really bold <laughs> prediction. <laughs> uh, Chaser? Uh, I think I, I can only see another loss. You know, I, I can see maybe Root scoring some runs, but really I can see India putting up five, six hundred. It's got to be a road. They only need a draw to uh, to make the Test Championship. So I think India get to get a lot of runs. And I think maybe we have a valiant kind of 400, 450 in reply with Root getting some runs. And then uh, we'll still end up losing by by miles, won't we? Mm. You know, India will probably put another three, four hundred. and We'll get bowled out for 80 on the last day on a spinning right. pitch. Predicting the whole game. Thanks. There we go. Um, Hilliard. Uh, I'll go Jack Leach to take over 10 wickets in the match, but also to go for over <laughs> 300 runs in the match. What, Jack Leach? <laughs> We're going to be in the field for some time. Is that right? Yeah. No, I think it's, going to be, it's, it's going to be a long five days for the team. Yeah, yeah I guess the one thing, the one thing that's like for, for England, I suppose, getting thrashed in India usually involves a lot of long, hot days in the field, whereas... At least in a one and a half day test match, that's that's not the case. So, um, yeah, but they can't go down the pub. They're stuck in the hotel rooms, so they'd probably rather be getting beasted out the field. Yeah, or maybe Crabby. Well, yeah. if Joffre plays, I'm going to predict that he'll get a, a king pair. And <laughs> you predicted him a fifty in the first game, and now he's gone down to a <laughs> bubble pair. If they bowl straight, he will get a king pair. I guarantee that. Um, I'm slightly going, copying Chaser a little bit here. He won't get a wicket as well if he does play. And yeah, we've checked out there, haven't we? We do this every Ashes series down under. We we always get spanked out there. And, and then we'll do well in the summer, whoever we play over here. And we'll think, oh, Popey's amazing. He scored a 50 against 
South Africa, blah, blah, blah. He's amazing. And then we'll get spanked when we go to Australia, we'll go to India. So nothing's changed. Um, and they may as well go home now, I think. But I'd like to see Nick Knight playing. Uh, I mean, the India side, to, to be fair, like uh, they do just look like a, a, a serious cricket team, like, regardless of the conditions, you know, regardless of how much it spins, they've got probably the two best spinners out there. Even if it was seen, you know, Sharma, Shami and Bumrah would be a handful. You probably shouldn't forget that they're actually one of the best test match sides that have probably played the game. That, that, you know, it, in a couple of years' time, we might be looking back on them as a, uh, an Australia of the noughties, like a side that actually are really quite difficult to beat. Born twice in a row down under. They're a serious team. You know, um, Rohit Sharma averages 81 in India as well. Mm. But your opening batsman averages 81. That's insane. Nuts. And, and he's, he's been in, in and out of the team. They, they kind of keep dropping him. It's, um, it's kind of ridiculous. So maybe we should, um, we should count our blessings and count the fact that we won the first test as an unexpected bonus. And, and actually now we're sort of back down to earth. We shouldn't get too downhearted. Anyway, enough from us. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Um, see you again, hopefully, next week. <laughs>